0: out of the factor that I see something that cannot be seen with the natural eye that God revealed in Jesus Christ. That when I saw Jesus I saw God the Father even though I can't see him with my natural eye. And that within every one of us is this potential to go beyond our own capability.
1: is Charisma Connection on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund and today I'm excited to welcome over the phone line Michael French. Michael how are you doing today?
0: I'm doing awesome. I'm talking to you from Maui, Hawaii. It can't get any better than this.
1: It cannot get any better than that. Usually we're uh, so Charisma offices are located in Florida so we're used to usually having nicer weather than whoever we're on the phone with but I think you've got pretty much everyone beat there.
0: No, I just finished having Starbucks breakfast on the ocean, so life is good.
1: (laughs) Nice. Well, you are the founder of Michael French Ministries and author of the book Created to Believe. And I'll get into the book uh, a little bit later in the show, but I just wanted to start. Can you share, maybe for people who aren't familiar, a little bit of your background in evangelism and what you do through Michael French Ministries?
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, I've been preaching for about 48 years all over the world. God began to really do an extraordinary work in my life during the Jesus movement in the late 60s and early 70s They began to expand my entire view of what God could and would do, uh, having been raised in a home, uh, an extraordinary home. My father was a pastor, uh, my mother a very godly woman, as well as my father. But I began to see the Spirit of God moving in people that, for the most part, my community of believers would have disqualified. Uh, I remember my dad's words that would be with the Jesus people the first time in their tent, and he said, I don't like people who love Jesus more than I do. <laughs> their love was so contagious that it began to transform not only my life, but also my family's life. And then we moved into the Charismatic Renewal, which again, God moved beyond first people that we never expected into churches that we never expected. And from that, now we've been in many nations of the world, but I've been to the former Soviet Union 118 times. We've watched the church grow there. Matter of fact, to be honest, we've seen a, a literal spiritual awakening of the power of God there.
1: Fantastic.
0: Renewal. And uh, in, in 1991, there were 61 churches in Russia. Today, the group of people that I work with there have 3,100 registered churches eleven hundred unregistered churches and we're planting two to three hundred new churches. We had a national pastors conference in May that had over two thousand of pastors and their wives attending. And I'll be speaking at the young adult conference there next month.
1: So with all of this going on then in the mission field, what inspired you to write this book?
0: Inspired me to write the book was all it was all. I began to realize the consistency that we have in humanity When you begin to watch people, the war we have on planet Earth right now is for the hearts of men and women, whether they will believe or not believe. And that's what Jesus Christ came and did on the cross, to show God believed in us. God always goes first. He always demonstrates his power. Believing is truth perceived. Faith
1: is truth in action. So then when people read this book, I know it's structured as a devotional. What are you hoping that that they can take away from it?
0: What I hope that people take away from the book is that believing is part of the foundation of who every person is. Whether you say you're a believer or not, even unbelieving requires the same elements of believing. To believe you're an unbeliever, but when you begin to understand where you belong develops what you believe. And what you believe becomes your behavior. Belonging is about who you belong to and about where you belong. These are the elements of the caregiving of life that develop what you believe. But believing is the foundation, or the better way to say it, believing is the earth that plants the seed of faith for harvest. What I mean by that is Believing is foundational. It comes out of the heart. The heart is the core of who we are. The heart is the action that moves both in the seen world and the unseen world. The heart does not have the limitations that the mind has. My mind has limitations that my heart doesn't have. My mind is basically filled by what comes at me from the sense or the sensual world. But my heart has an ability to see the unseen, and that's the reason why on the front of the book it says, be bold, be brave, be brilliant. The boldness comes out of the factor that I see something that cannot be seen with the natural eye that God revealed in Jesus Christ, that when I saw Jesus, I saw God the Father, even though I can't see him with my natural eye, and that within every one of us is this potential. To go beyond our own capabilities, but they are the capabilities of the living God, the unseen God. But that comes out of our ability to believe. It creates this extraordinary boldness. I, I watch in some people that before they meet Jesus, before they're filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, they're timid, but then the power of the Holy Spirit begins to move in their lives so supernaturally that there's a boldness It almost seems counterintuitive to who they are as a person, but it is the power of God working in them, a braveness. Uh, Sometimes we watch people accomplish things that there's no way in their own abilities they could accomplish, but when they begin to believe in the power of God and what Jesus accomplished for them on the cross, it becomes a supernatural manifestation of something unseen, but then the reality happens in the seeing world. People go, that was overwhelming. How did you do that? It's because they believe in the power of God. And that's the reason why we not only talk about boldness and braveness, but brilliance. My mind has limitations. But the God inside of me that I believe in, He can bring out a brilliance, a shine, a, a representation of what He is, Despite my limitations, but it comes through the heart uh, my involvement in Russia When we first started going, uh, we saw huge crowds, but the church was so weak, so anemic it, but in that darkness the brilliance of God's glory began to shine and That's why we wrote the book was to begin to challenge people. It's the reason it's a 30-day devotional and that each chapter can be read basically in under 10 minutes And then there are questions that lead you back to answers, that by the time the 30 days are over, it begins to transform the heart. If I can get the heart open to God, and beginning to believe what God's Word says, it's simple. Read the Bible, do what it says. That's the foundation of believing and faith. And every person in their life who's a Christian, God wants to demonstrate His power through these supernatural abilities that come through the Holy Spirit.
1: I love what you were saying as well about belief as an action. And I think that there's a lot of parallels with what you're talking about, and even the story that we see in the Bible where Jesus was told by a man, I believe, help my unbelief. If there are readers readers or listeners out there who are maybe struggling and have that same prayer of help my unbelief, Will this book help them to get through that process and to have greater belief in God?
0: Oh, absolutely, because there are three elements of life that are very simple. Now, what I'm getting ready to say, uh, somebody might want to write it down as notes, but when I say it, you're going to remember it if, you, if it's important to you, probably till the day you die. It's that simple. But in the concept of believing, there are three things. Number one, is that so? I, it, every human being, if they have any mental level, uh, goes, just because I met you today doesn't mean that I'm a believer. believe everything you say, even though you're an extraordinary human being, and I'm sure you always speak the truth. But when I listen to your words, I'm going, is that so? Is that so? But the second level of believing is, that's so. That's why we said believing is truth-perceived. When I begin to see truth and hear truth and understand truth, and that's why God sent his Son as an example of truth that is believing. But then you move to the third level, because God doesn't reveal things to us about who he is just so we could be impressive with knowledge. Everything God does is based on an action, and that action is a faith. Just as to believe is truth-perceived, Faith is truth in action. Faith is when I take a seed. Faith is much smaller than believing. Now, I'm not minimizing somehow the concept of faith, but faith as small as a mustard seed can literally remove mountains. But that faith has to be planted in what you believe. And that's the reason the Word of God, when Abraham, in the book of Genesis, literally counted what God said and believed it, it was righteousness. Why? Because he took action upon what he believed. So the first stage is, is that so? The second stage is, is, that so? But the third is, do so. Everything in humanity, everything in life is we are to, we're here for actions. We're here to accomplish something. We're here for goals. We're not here just to hold up space and time for somebody to count as a number. Every revelation of God, every illumination of God's Word comes with an expectation of a response, and that's the power of why we wrote, created to believe. Faith almost becomes the byproduct of, okay, I heard it, is that so? Oh, that's so. Well, then the next element is, once I understand that's so, God is expecting an action on my part. That's what comes out of the behavior of my life. We're here. We have behavior. We have actions. That's what brings value to life. And that's the reason why we took such important time. And again, not, I'm not trying to impress people with simplicity, but life, when I got everything in life, i listen. Is that so? As I begin to process it, not only in my head, but in my heart, because I begin to see the unseen world from my heart, that's so then God is saying, will you take that action of faith? Because without it, without a- that action of faith, I don't please God. But without faith, it is impossible to please Him. When He says in Hebrews 11, verse 6, without faith, it is impossible to please Him. You, you have to get the understanding that out of everything that happens, then our action upon what we please God, because we trusted Him. We have moved upon what he says. For without faith, it is impossible to please him. But those who come to God must believe that he is, and that he is leader of those who diligently seek him. Please notice the three things: believe he is. I have sought him, and now I sit upon what I believe. Action, in many ways, is so much simpler, small, but it brings great.
1: So, if people have been listening to you and they've they've believed you as well, they were at first asking, "Is that so?" Then they thought, "That's so," and now they would like to do so. Where can they pick up the book?
0: Amazon, which is an extraordinary place, or you can go to Michael French Ministries and find us there. And uh, the easiest way, and you have to remember this, everyone who's listening. My mother spelled my name M-I-K-E-L. So I am michaelfrench.org. And if, if for some reason you can't find it, because I know they're in the middle of tweeting the store online, uh, just, just send us an email. We will take care of you in whatever way possible. But the most available and easy response, both with Kindle and Amazon today, is... You can pick the book up. It was released last week, but I'm like a kid. I'm 67 years old, and this is my first book. I've been asked four times to write books, and I'm so thankful for Creation House opening the door and and asking permission to publish this. Um, But I'm like a kid at Christmas. I've never been so excited about anything in my life, and and, uh, I find tremendous blessing that people would take their valuable time and pick up the book and,
1: and begin to read Well, I've had a great time with you today talking about the book, and uh, thank you so much for coming on the show today. It's been an honor to have you. Uh, Would you mind closing us out with some prayer?
0: No, absolutely. I want to say this to you and everyone that's listening. If you ever come and hear me speak yesterday here in Hawaii, an extraordinary day of the power of God and the move of God, every time I speak I say to people, turn to someone and say, you're beautiful, I see Jesus in you. That's the reason God created us, to believe. And to every person who's listening, you're beautiful. I see Jesus in you. Creation house, charisma, ministry today, you're beautiful. I see Jesus in you. God called me. My calling of life is in every situation, and every person is to see Jesus. Jesus in them, even if they can't see him themselves. That's what I'm praying for you today. Heavenly Father, in the precious name of Jesus, I ask that Jesus be revealed. He came to give us hope because our hearts were so sick, constantly losing hope in our trust with people. God, the solution today is not in government. It's not in politics. It's not in media. Our hope is in you. And, Lord, many people listening to me have lost hope. They've lost trust because they've lost their ability with their heart to see you. And I ask once again that not only in creation will they see that you are God, but in your word that they will begin to see the unseen God who is mighty, who is holy, who is victorious, and that in him all things, all things, those who believe. Let them be at peace and know your power and your precious, precious
1: name. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Michael French on Charisma Connection here on the Charisma Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us.